You think you know me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from the throne room in Tarashek Towers, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast. Tune in every week as the host, Will Tarashek, is joined by his own personal clique of David Malkovich and King Ricky Rose. Together, we form the Kings of the Rings podcast, where we dive headfirst into the crazy world of professional wrestling. So, without further ado... What's up, uh, yeah, Will, you were coming uh, in it, yeah, we couldn't hear you for some reason, but anyway, yo, what's up, it's a man of a thousand gimmicks, I get another one each and every day, KOTR underscore Dusty Dave, David Malkwich, M-A-L-K-I-E-W-I-C-H, Will and forever, always sound like a Subway sandwich, uh, Snapchat, O-Z-T-E-P, Instagram, O-Z-T-E-P-O-A, it's been a crazy week. Crazy, crazy week. But before we get into that, where would I be without our resident universal royalty? All hail King Ricky of the Rose. King Ricky of the Rose. That's a new one. That that is a new one. Um I don't know if I I don't know if I enjoy it, but it, it, it is what it is. What's going on, folks? Yeah. It is King Ricky Rose, the third man of the Kings of the Rings podcast, and your social media ambassador of KOTR underscore podcast on Twitter. We're like at thirteen hundred and ten followers or something like that. And Kings of the Rings podcast on Facebook, uh, which almost at like two twenty something at the moment. But you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, text, blogs, other people's podcasts. Add Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Yes, it is the Friends of the Show era. And if you're wondering who's going to be our guest this week, well, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer because that guest is in a little bit of a traffic delay this late at night. Kind of fucking weird, but it is what it is. But our guest will be on a little bit later. Um, And when she does, we're going to play the first guest game. We also have Tip of the Crown coming up and all the other regular shenanigans. Alright, let's just get right into it then. Uh, uh, guys, UK tournament. You, Ricky, you haven't quite finished it. But you know what happens, Dave? You finished it. Uh, spread some knowledge. Uh, you first, well, Dave. First and foremost, I am thoroughly impressed. Like, obviously, I've known how talented the 
uh, talent coming out of um, the UK is. I'm like, I'm going to the Progress NYC show in August, but this is the first time, like, last year, we didn't get a lot of the big names, but I mean, we're seeing Pete Dunne become a household name, and Triple H has already said he's going to be a WWE champion down the road, but the, the talent this year, like, they did not hold anything back, like, Getting a chance to see talents such as Flash Morgan Webster, the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks, Mike and Joe Coffey with that beatdown. I am amazed. And then they even have their own uh, luchador, Ligero. Well, formerly known as El El Ligero, but now he's just called Ligero. And obviously with the biggest announcement of the weekend, a... NXT UK brand. Yeah, I, that's going to be a huge deal. Like I'm all, obviously like I'm I'm so thoroughly involved in NXT stateside, but I'm almost more looking forward to seeing what NXT UK will give. I mean with female talents such as Killer Kelly Tony Storm, Jenny, who was originally in the um, uh, number one contenders match with Tony Storm, Killer Kelly, and Isla Dawn. She actually got injured, so they redid it as a triple threat. And then also Charlie Morgan. But on the men's side, the Kiwi Buzz saw Travis Banks. He's a current Progress World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, his whole mod father gimmick. I still don't exactly know what mod is. I have no clue what mod means. The only thing I got from it is like the Who a la Quadrophenia era, which I, I love the Who. It's also a very like Elton John-esque like look. Yeah, but um, I mean just seeing those matches like... Fast-paced like the Cruiserweights along with the aerial action... But with the strong style involved a la New Japan, obviously British strong style, but I was extremely impressed. I'm surprised that um, the eventual winner of the tournament, uh, Gibson, went over Travis Banks. Um, but I was I, very surprised, too, seeing that the entire crowd hated Zach Gibson with a burning yeah. passion. For those who may, may or may not have watched it, there was a chance starting. It actually was from a, a box that uh, had a couple progress wrestlers. Jimmy Havoc was in it um, and uh, Dahlia Black. And it was shoes off if you hate Gibson. And there were a couple points in each of his matches where you couldn't hear... Anything but shoes off if you hate Gibson. No, wasn't it stand up if you hate Gibson, and no. then they switch no, it no, to no. sit down if you hate Gibson? No, it, it was shoes <laughs> off. It, no, no, it, no, no, no. At one point it was stand up, and the whole crowd stood up. And another, and then at the same match it was sit down, and the whole crowd sat down. But yeah, like, it up on him. But I mean, I, like, I'm not sure. A lot of the gimmicks, it, like the. I mean, Flash Morgan Webster is a gimmick on a gimmick on a gimmick. But 
the talent that these superstars have and now have an outlet outside of just ICW, Progress, and then uh, moving to Germany with WXW. I, I couldn't be happier for them. Like, I literally came home from my uh, individual at treatment and came home from uh, throwing in a couple hours at work more excited for the UK tourney than I was for Raw and SmackDown. I was thoroughly impressed with Raw and SmackDown, so that's just saying how excited I was about this. Dave, I mean, it's not... Continue, Will, sorry. Who are some of the breakout stars um, from this tournament? Is it similar? Is like, is it the same people, similar field to the last tournament, or is it a whole new field? Like, uh, I didn't watch it, it, it was basically a whole new field. That's good. I like it, that. It was basically it a was whole different. new field. Um, the same, only same repeat venue? was uh, Jack Gallagher. Okay. Uh, no, Jordan Devlin. Oh, and well. Jordan Devlin. But, uh, yeah, yeah um, it was a com- complete new, uh, like, with the exception of those complete, all new people. And if I'm not mistaken, they've all been signed to the UK NXT. The belief that they'll still be able to do their, the other indie stuff. Because, I mean, Ginny's the current Progress Women's Champion. She yeah, won I, the t- she I won believe. the title over uh, Tony Storm, but uh, I, so I don't believe they're exclusive. But this gives them the outlet to perform, you know, build a larger following. I'm hoping that this will lead to down the road them also having the ability to be called up to the main roster. Cause I, let's I be think serious. so. Because uh, there's no way we're not going to see Pete Dunne roster exclusive. Like by 2019. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, you you don't know that just yet. I think that well, um for for right now it's good, and I think that it's it's a work in progress with WWE NXT uh, UK division because um when Triple H announced it and announced when they're doing their shows, they're very spaced out. They are what? very very far spaced out. That's also because they have a working relationship with ICW, I believe, and I think they're. They have a working relationship with Progress. As uh, well as I, I I don't I think it's unspoken, but I believe they are getting to that. But uh, they're it's almost like every month they're doing a round of uh, two days of tapings. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if that because when you think about it, for a given NXT taping, you're getting three or four episodes. So and so the tapings aren't um stationary like it normally is with um full sale barring when they go on tour like one of the tapings is in northampton one of them's in cambridge one of them's in liverpool so but they're so split I, out they're they're months apart from each other so yeah yeah so i think the first set is um the middle of uh july so yeah i think they have um Ju- july august september october but I mean, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to when it debuts. I'm curious on uh, the airing of it. Like, I'm sure it's going to be on the network. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure what days. But when you think about it, SmackDown's going to be moving to Fridays. So you have Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah, but that's not happening until October 4th, 2019, because oh. it was just made official this week, because apparently Fox's check cleared. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I heard, so I heard, October 4th, 2019 is when NXT SmackDown moves regular, over to Fox. I heard regular NXT might move to Fox Sports 1. That's a I rumor read, right now. 
I read that too. <clears throat> Excuse me. I read that too. It's a huge possibility. Um, I, I I like NXT on the network. I like it at an hour. If anything, I think it should NXT should be bumped up to two hours, kept on the network, and wait well, until TV. Because although it might benefit the people on NXT to be on national television, because you see people like Sanity who they uh, didn't, well, I didn't, uh, were on SmackDown this week, they came out and didn't really get a huge pop, not really a huge reaction, which means to show, it means to tell me a lot of the like regular fans and all the diehards people don't even have a network don't know who these people are. Yeah, and I think the one time when USA had like that wrestling week or whatever, and they did do the one the net like the network television debut of NXT, I think it would I think it went over really well. Yeah, and I think they can do that on on you know, more popular television. Granted, it's Fox Sports One, so it's not prime time, but it's still broadcast cable TV. Yeah. Um, and I and I think it'll do well for them. I don't know about going to two hours yet. I like keeping it at an hour and then kind of just growing from there. It is, it I is mean, a uh, nice, smooth, fast hour, but I feel like at times, like, it can be too, because there's certain weeks where you just, you don't see people. I mean, sometimes that even works to their benefit. Like, I would like to see yeah. Bianca Belair every single week on my television, but seeing her every two weeks, every three weeks, sometimes is to her benefit. Like, so I mean, and maybe, yeah. maybe you have a point there, because it can kind of point out or draw attention to certain people's weaknesses. Yeah, you don't want to overexpose people True. who are especially who are learning. You yeah, know, I, I mean, it, 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 if they do go with Fox Sports 1, it'd be a huge outlet for them. I mean, even outside of the wrestling sphere, a sphere, a lot of, like, Fox Sports 1 has very specific programming. But, I mean, even, like, their talk shows, one of uh, the girls that went to school, uh, college with Katie Nolan, she's now, she now is like a well-known name in the sports sphere of uh like reporting so yeah you it, think it, she can get us a show on like network television dude, uh, <laughs> I, 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 the last time i heard the last time i heard from her was we, before the last time i talked to her was before this year's super bowl and she was a sideline reporter for the super bowl fuck me but Damn. um uh but also like it, it all it really does all come down to money, but something pointed out to me on Twitter today. You know how uh, I'm not sure if it was yesterday or today was the anniversary of the pipe bomb. The I don't know. Well, I, the, is, is today the anniversary of Hell in a Cell? Twenty years that Foley was tossed off. Today is the today is yeah. the actual anniversary of Hell in a Cell. Uh, not Hell in a Cell, but uh, Undertaker uh, versus no, Man. Uh, that's that's the one. But the fact that I was going to get to is the. Worth of WWE shares at the time of CM Punk's pipe bomb were seven dollars and change. They now are over seventy dollars. So we should have invested. Yeah, no, I, I, literally, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people are saying the same thing. But so when you uh, when you look at could have been millions. This, when you look at the stuff that is being done with that extra money versus what isn't, there's no more pyro anymore. But there, I could theoretically see it happening. I don't think it'll be. I, if it does happen, I don't see it happening. Uh, as the debut of SmackDown goes to Fox, I think something like that's a year or two, um, you know, away. But in the meantime, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like NXT, Camp WWE. 
the 24 series, especially um, the Hardys 24, like it really hit home to me because I've obviously struggled with um, substance abuse. Just like these shows draw me to the network. Yeah, and the network is fantastic. And I, I actually, I watched the 24 last night and here's, here's my only critique, my only gripe with it. There's just too many shots of Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy like in a dark room, turning slowly, looking at a mirror, <laughs> and it's like for the dramatic effect, like Jeff Hardy running his hands down his face. I guess, I guess you know, being in production, only oh. imagine that shoot went. All right, Matt, turn left, hold it, good. All right, Jeff, hands in the face, like you're in agony. I, I, <laughs> I, I almost, I almost feel like a, I almost feel like a lot of those were done as they're getting ready to record their like vignettes and like video packages for uh raw and smackdown i mean like especially now we get face paint jeff hardy back yeah. and like you know i see now like i don't know but i i but what i was getting at i love like the con i love the sh those shows and it draws me to the network and then while i'm watching the network i'll like you know go back and watch one of my favorite pay-per-views wrestlemania x7 or like you know, catch catch up on like you know, the top ten list or whatever here and there. But I'm watch those additional shows because of going to the network in and of itself to watch the NXT, the Camp WWE, etc. Yes, but here's here's my here's my one thing. I know what you're saying with this, um, but you also have to think about your audience and and them signing with Fox puts them back on. On a national level, I mean, they're already on a national level, but now we're going to be like on a prime time national uh, yeah, level. USA. So, for for the extra content, the network is perfect for it for the twenty fours, for the camp WWE, for all that stuff. But if you're trying to build a brand, number one, if you're trying to build your company overall, you got to get them on TV where the masses can see them. And so, in that case, moving NXT to cable television is the smart choice because people get to see these, these wrestlers before they hit the main roster. And so when they hit the main roster, not only will people on the internet and on at home be really excited, but then you get the people in the crowd who will be really excited because they have gotten a chance to actually see these people. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, you don't put the network on Fox Sports 1. Maybe you just put takeovers on. Maybe you do it that way. Uh, so, like, keep the, the keep the NXT weekly show on the network, but takeovers on Fox Sports 1. Or you could just do keep, you know, put the weekly show on Fox Sports 1 and then put takeovers on the network. You I, can do it either way. I think this is a good <clears throat> short-term solution, like, at a quick buck. But if you're trying to think of long-term in the future, cable television is dying. People really only have cable packages, especially for young people, like people my age. I don't. I haven't paid for cable in almost three years. I have no intention of ever paying for cable because I. Because you're broke. No, well, not even that. Because I stream everything and I have the internet. Streaming is <gasps> the future. No. So I mean, the only Sorry. thing people really use the cable TV for is sports. So WWE is that kind of middle mesh ground, which is kind of like the best part about it, but. I think it'd also be smart to kind of build your network. Like, I think Ron SmackDown, like, seven, five, ten years down the line, could be strictly a network exclusive. 
and no TV deal. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm the saying, TV... that's, that's like far mm-hmm. down the future when streaming controls everything. Because once yeah. Disney has their own, and fucking Netflix has their own, ESPN has their own, like HBO, everything, the cable's going to die in 20, it's going to be gone in 20 years. It, it's dying as we speak. Exactly. I mean, like, for example, I... As Dave last... sits here and watch Impact. Well, no, well, the, uh, what I was getting at is, um, my, uh, TV package doesn't have El Rey. I have a subscription to Sling TV that does. My HBO subscriptions with Sling TV. Like, everything's done through, like, through, it's more graduating that where you can choose a la carte and I don't think the cable companies are changing quickly enough with the times and their the price like the price for them for content that they want versus content they don't want isn't worth it but neither here nor there that's your one for the night Oh, you're limiting us. You're limiting your neither here nor there's now. That's uh, fucked uh, up. I, I mean, I I've been trying to limit it to one per show unless there, like something crazy happens, like you know, Team Hell no returning. Like, oh my god! But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, guys. So we kind of got, got off the beat of path a little bit, but we got into some good shit actually. So let's actually get back to back to business and start with uh, Raw and SmackDown. Um, but I pro- just kind of closing that. I think I am going to watch both UK tournaments this weekend. I'll have some time. Um, I'm going to Jersey visiting family, so at night I'll have some time just to kill and do nothing. So I'll probably watch them. But Raw kicked off with uh, Kurt Angle talking about Brock Lesnar. The uh, multi-man match at Extreme, Extreme Rules got canceled. Don't know why that happened. I don't know if that's like a work or if it's a shoot. I have no fucking idea. There's something weird going on There's with that something whole thing. Weird going on with oh, with the with the Brock thing. Yeah. Uh, I I I heard it's a work, and I heard that the reason why they're doing it is when there was a talk that Brock wasn't going to come back after WrestleMania. It still didn't make Roman good. It still didn't lead to the fans cheering Roman and cheering against Brock Lesnar for what he's doing. The fans still hated Roman. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to use this to build up a following for Roman so because they don't want to put the title on Roman with a sea of boots. It's not going to work. It's inevitable. It's not going to work at all. I 100% agree with you. But so they're using this they're blurring the line between, uh, you know, reality and kayfabe. Not very well, but it's it's all work. But it's not working. No pun intended. No, it, it's not. It's not working at all. Um, I mean, even Bobby Lashley got a bigger got a pop when he went up against Roman on Monday, which. I actually enjoy Bobby versus Roman. This, I think they're going to be Bobby fun. This Bobby Lashley is fucking incredible. Where where was this for the past God knows how long? I think he, he I mean he was stuck in a crap angle with Sami Zayn, and now Sami Zayn's done for an entire year. Um, so 
it, it, it is what it is. I mean, with Sam, I mean, Sami Zayn got kicked off, got it's out till 2019, but we got Noam Dar back on the UK tournament, and he did a fantastic job. Oh um, my no, God, no, I, I, Noam Dar looks ripped. Like yo, it looks like he put on some like weight too. He gained he gained weight and muscle. He, he looks better, but Bobby Lashley and Roman, I think, are gonna put on a very very exciting match at Extreme Rules. And I really just hope they just let Bobby bring back the Dominator and just put put the Dominator on Roman. Like I, I mean, I I hope that Noam Dar races weight to just two hundred six so they can't stick him back in that cruiserweight division. But uh, yeah, um, that one of the few things we missed. He's the next uh, number one contender for Pete Dunne's title. But I. I I wish we could have skipped the Sammy drama and just went to this because starting with what, you know, the re- going back on the, you know, number one contender crowned at extreme rules, both of them come out bringing real time, you know, real time feeling to it. I like it. I, I don't want it to be a gimmick match. I want it to just be a brawl. I like how Roman calls him Bob. Just, just, just straight up Bob. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Bob. It's just, it's just like, oh, here's the thing, Bob. Although Roman Reigns kind of like mentioned uh, how his uh, UFC career was a flop or his MMA career was a flop. Uh, it wasn't. He was very successful in Bellator. He was like a a Bellator champion and a TNA champion at the same fucking time. Yeah, he held two belts in two different sports at the same time. Yeah, so and, and that, his um, his MMA career was arguably more, well, I'm not gonna say arguably more successful than Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar made it in MMA, but it was I would say on par with Brock Lesnar's. Maybe even better, but then again, the well, rules are different because well, WWE wouldn't let their current champion go to MMA. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I I mean, unfortunately, like I I do agree with you that. Lashley and Bellator is almost comparable to uh, Lesnar and UFC, but unfortunately, it's almost kind of like how when you compare indies to WWE, like, there's still that, like, separation between the two. I mean, Strike Force is another great promotion. Bellator, Invicta, but they, like, the same way not every indie wrestler transitions to the big game of the, the support WWE they the Invicta, Strikeforce, and Bellator competitors don't always transition to UFC very well yeah but well, Bellator is but, nowhere near the same competition as UFC Bellator uh, isn't terrible but it's kind of like it's I call it like WCW in a way it's where the washed up UFC guys go to Bellator and try and try and, re- and try and reinvent their career. And sometimes you have a well, Hogan, and sometimes you have a Lex Luger. Well, I mean, UFC they you know built up such a huge following. Then they ha- then they went through like the management change and all that. Bellator had like went through it before the name really was brought to that level. Yeah, 
I don't mind Bellator. It's just, it's kind of hard to watch Bellator when you watch them on TV and one, it's on Spike, and two, there's like 18 people in the crowd. So it's just kind of this, this is like, why am I watching? It's like I'm trying to watch TNA. Or uh, you mean Impact? Uh, the the TNA Alphabet Soup is uh, is finished. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Fuck that. That will be dead in the water. But while their stock goes down, our stock goes up. Because, ladies and gentlemen, hashtag Friend of the Show era continues right now. Ricky, please introduce our guest. All right. So yes, we we I search far and wide on Wrestling Twitter Spear to find the next friend of the show to join us. Um. On, on episode 105, and yes, she was a little bit late. Apparently, people suck at driving wherever she's from, but I am proud to introduce um, uh, the bruiser Paige in the building. So, Paige, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. How was that traffic? Uh, terrible. Yeah, Paige, are you from L.A.? Terrible. Like, what's up with that traffic? <laughs> Chicago. Actually. Oh, okay. Oh. Were you at my are, are you all Land in? of construction. I am not all in. Oh, I don't what? want to talk about it. I was very defiant. I'm so excited about it. I'm so hey, excited about it. Okay. Hey, well, I, I did hear, before we get to the first guest game, I did hear that it will be um, on, it, they will televise it somewhere. They yeah, just they're going to stream it. Yeah, they'll stream it. So I, I will watch it, but You're I'm not You're streaming on someone's it. Cody box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll find it. Um, but all right, guys, time for that time to die. First guest game! All right, um, Paige, did Ricky smarten you up to the first guest game? Yeah, no, I didn't do it. I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> fantastic. So if you if you've listened uh, since the hashtag Friends Show era began, first guests have to answer a set of questions. I think I might have added another one this week. Actually, I didn't add another one. I brought another one back. So first question: um, How did you get into wrestling, and why do you continue to watch <laughs> sometimes what's garbage on television? Oh gosh, it has been garbage lately, hasn't it? Um, I have been watching because of my dad. Okay. So. All right. I was like six months old on his lap watching WCW. So. That's I've been so watching awesome. a long time. A long time. So. Why, why do you I continue to watch? I have no idea anymore. <laughs> Honestly. That's that's the right uh, answer. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. It's something to do. Like on a Monday night, I guess. I'm, I'm and Tuesday and Wednesday and uh, Thursday. And Tuesday. Friday when I watch stuff from the UK, if it's on the streams. Okay, next question. Um, how did you find us? I typically know the answer, but I like asking it anyway. Twitter. Twitter. So, Ricky. Yeah. So, me. So, yep. me. Okay. Yeah, so, much. you. <laughs> um, do you remember your first episode, roughly? Uh, that's a really good question. Even I don't, time actually. <laughs> it's, it's been a, yeah. I so don't I, know my first I don't, episode. I don't remember my first episode either. <laughs> I, I push it so far out of my mind it doesn't exist anymore uh, yeah, you, Feb- you don't want to hear it, it's pretty bad it was like February 21st, 2015 uh, yeah, 2015, so that's fine um, alright, favorite wrestler ever and favorite wrestler currently uh, favorite wrestler ever is Shawn Michaels oh yes, finally um, currently it's Pete Dunne oh. uh, that, that, <laughs> makes, that makes sense Bruiser Page Bruiser yep. Page, yeah you're, you're, you're like halfway to being a member of the Valkyrie, Jesus Christ. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they would take you gladly. It's staying at four members. We're not adding a fifth one. Right. <laughs> this might be a tough question, but which Shawn Michaels do you like better, before or after the lopsided eye? 
I guess, I guess after the lopsided. What? Oh. What? Yeah, you like, you like sober Sean better than fucked up Sean. So you're talking like O2 Michaels and on? I, I, uh, but I did like him before he lost his smile a lot better. Before his smile, okay. Before, before he lost his smile, he was really great, and then after it was still good. All Shawn Michaels versions are just good. Okay. You can't go wrong. All right. Next question. What's your finisher? Uh, if if you were oh if God. you were an active wrestler, what would your finisher be? You don't have to have a name. You can just describe it. That's a hard question to put on the spot. Mr. Fress was just ready. <laughs> he was surprising. He was just ready to go. I would be like Trish Stratus. It would be like a chick kick. It would be like Mickey James or Trish with like a chick kick. All right, so a super like a kick. super kick, a, chick kick or whatever. Back. All right. Mixture. All right, and the final and most important question. She may not know this one, but we'll find out. Uh, uh, oh, that's, that's perfect. There's no bias. Are you hashtag <laughs> Team Slack or hashtag Fuck You Slack? Um. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, there is an answer. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Do you know so... who Slack is? Um, no, because there's so much going on in life, I have no uh, idea. You're better off, good. Alright, just flip a coin and pick one. It's very important. <laughs> this is for history here. So this is the most important question of the first guest game. It is. I mean, I guess we'll go with fuck you, Slap. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> One more for the good guy. Uh, I can't. Wait, I can't wait till Slack comes on and I go, guys, Slack. Are you Team Slack or Team Fuck You Slack? <laughs> oh my God, he's gonna be at SummerSlam too. We have to discuss that. Like, what are we gonna do for him? Oh, no, we're gonna pie him in the face and call him Mr. Bigglesworth or Mr. Bootiesworth, whatever. Mr. Bootiesworth. The podcast. No, we we like you don't you like how the B team has that that generic B shirt? Oh God. We need to make one of those and just have KOTR underscore intern. <laughs> oh, um, what was it? Um, me and the Queen were talking like a month or so ago, and we were doing our shirts and stuff about doing a slack shirt. And it was more so like you know how like in like '90s movies, like how serial killers would do letters and different magazine cutouts. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You should do that, but it should say "fuck you, slack" in different magazine cutouts. <laughs> Book it. Book it. Amazing, dude. So and would be able to do that very well. True. So, Paige, are you going? Gonna be at SummerSlam? Am I going to be at SummerSlam? Yeah. No. I wish oh. I was. I was trying to, and it's not working Ooh. out. I know. But I am trying to go to the UK this summer, or at the end of the year. So. Oh, Dave's goes like twice a year. Ugh. The best. Uh, I I haven't been able to travel this year, but once I'm finished with treatment program, I'll be back going to Europe on the reg. Nice. More importantly, will you be at WrestleMania next year? That's a that's a high possibility, actually. So will we? That'd I mean, be, we kind of live in the area. That'd be three in a row. That'd be three in a row. So. It'll be four in a row for me. So. Nice. It'll, it'll be my fourth, but it'll be three in a row for me. My first one was uh, WrestleMania 29 in New York. But Jeez, guys, rub it in. I'm only here with my second. <laughs> yeah, well, well, was the WrestleMania virgin this year? It's alright. I uh, I parked my cherry and Did you enjoy? Happened. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's New Orleans. You have to enjoy. We almost didn't make it off of Bourbon Street. Dave saved us. No. There was a couple times I didn't make it off. Almost didn't make it off Bourbon Street. So. And we and we met Ricochet and Ruby Riot and Juice Robinson and. And Fabian Eichner is the worst tipper in the world. Yep. Oh no. Yeah. No. He yeah, tipped okay. seven cents on like an eighty-nine dollar check. Oh, you might as well not tip oh. anything. 
Yeah, yeah just pretty no much. At that point. Such right. a well, dick. I'm glad you did make it off Bourbon Street because now you're here with us and we get to talk about the revival pinning Roman Reigns. Alright, so before we actually get into it, I don't want to hear shit anymore about Roman Reigns getting shoved out of the throat. He fucking dropped out to Dash or Dawson. I still don't know which one's which. Fuck, which one is Dawson? Which one is Dash? Which one's Dawson? Dawson, Dawson which one's Dash? Dawson is the bald one. Dash yep. is bald hair. Alright, so he, he dropped out to Dash, alright? Uh, so, Roman Reigns is no longer... Sh I mean, he is, but he is no longer shoved down our throats. I, I, I'll i have to agree. I mean, yeah. I... I've always liked Roman, though, so, but, like, I could see how he was getting shoved out our throats, but I still like him, so. I mean, so how much do you like Roman? Like, do you have dreams about Roman? Because we had God, a guest, no. we God, had a no. guest, <laughs> and she had a very vivid dream about Roman, and then she became a fan, so you're not in that same class. Not in that same class. Oh, uh, perfect, perfect, that's fine. Love him, but, thing. like, not, like, not enough to do that. That's too much. It's, I'm, I'm aware it was too much when she told us, but it is, what it, is. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, the Roman situation is interesting because they're kind of using him. At this point, it seems like they're using him to get people that to get people over and to get people pops. Like, Bobby got a pop off of him. The Revival exactly. got a pop off of him. So, exactly. like, Roman just has to become kind of the whipping boy. And at some point, if you do logical booking, at some point, he's got to snap and turn, to a, turn into a true heel. I don't know if they'll ever... If they'll ever I get there, want that but so I don't, bad. But that's what should happen. He should just become the loser that just gets pissed off after a while. It might be I too late that. for that, honestly. They should have turned Roman like full on heel a while ago, and it would have been perfect. They've had so many chances, and exactly, um, unfortunately, they have of like the repeat offenders with having perfect opportunities to turn characters. But not doing it either because of whatever the superstar does outside of the ring and not wanting to tarnish an external image to the ring. I mean, we could say the same about John Cena, yep. ba Bailey, Roman Reigns, or in this, on the flip side, not turning heels babyface even though they get full reaction. Rusev being a full face, like it, it, they're really missing some boats in creative. I personally think Anthony DeStefano would do wonderfully for them, but that's just me, and I am, I am a hundred percent biased. <laughs> We're also part of his network, so you know. Mm. Hey, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, fucking, why is Constable Corbin West on a vest? That's just one thing I don't understand. Why he does looks... he wrestle in the dress pa pants and dress shirt? Is my like he looks ridiculous. Out Gallagher there. did it better. It worked for it worked for Jack Gallagher. For Gallagher a while. did it better. Yeah, uh, he I did. Mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually growing with this Constable Corbin character, and I I actually like that he's still wrestling in like the dress down attire to kind of emphasize that really. He has more authority than Kurt Angle. It, I it, mean, it works because he wrestles. It's like Corporate Kane, but better. It's <laughs> Corporate Kane's like douchebag hipster son. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that's perfect. All right, but next up we had Matt Hardy and Curtis Axel. I don't want to talk about the match. We didn't get to talk about it last week, but I just want to talk about fucking Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas impersonating them and maybe doing their gimmick better. <laughs> they are. It, it, it's so I, good. It's fucking amazing. 
it's just so weird to like see, but it it's it's hysterical. I, I'm very interested to see how their match goes when they finally face off against each other. Whether it's gonna be like uh, an actual wrestling match, or it's gonna be like really gimmicky and really comical. I want to I want them to do something really comical. It's gonna be really gimmicky. Yeah, comical. I want it to be really gimmicky. I just fucking I'm like. I just like Bo Dallas. <laughs> Don't Bo Dallas is way wide. Is so fucking no. good. Dude, we we mentioned last week. Uh, how Ricky brought up the tweet like Bo Dallas's Bray Wyatt must be like the talk of their Thanksgiving table. Like it, it oh, that was on it, tip, that was on tip of the yeah. crown. Yeah, like, it, it, it's perfect. And then I mean the fact that they're even factoring in like the smoke and then like you know coughing and then like go down, go down. I, I <laughs> I'm I've never thought I would say this, but I'm loving the B team. And it's crazy that they started getting the exposure on camera. Kept losing. This goes on to bigger and big. They come up with a subpar name that is now getting them over. And now they have merchandise being sold that looks like it was done with Sharp. Dave, did you buy a B-Team shirt yet? I did not. I will make one of my own. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Wow. Dave making a smart financial decision. <laughs> Yo, but I, I'm, I mean, I'm Come buying, again? like, all the Dave, shit from Rant with Dave. Dave, it costs Dave dollars. <laughs> but, like, I just got my uh, Golden Elite shirt. I just got oh, my uh, Kenny Omega shirt. Like, I, I, I need to save my money for, like, important stuff. Like, I'm going to be getting the new Finn Balor jacket. <laughs> You already have a Finn Balor jacket. I need to get the other one too. Finn Balor is my favorite. Oh, oh do, it's your money. Do what you want. I can respect that. I'll, and, I can respect that. And, and, and then the fact that like I was one of the only people at the meet and greet at Ringside Fest that wore it, and he's like, "Wow, you already got my jacket," and then gave me a huge <laughs> hug, and then was asking about me. Finn Balor is the most awesome guy ever. Like, I I can die happy that I met Finn Balor. Well, well get, Dave, we'll the next time you see him, you have to give him baby oil. Yes. Ba- baby oil? Or peanut, peanut butter. Uh, yeah, it'll be like red pill, blue pill. Yep. Red pill. Gotta pick one. <laughs> but, All right, guys, I mean, Double D-Lo's back. Fucking finally. Oh, yeah, their passports got worked out, apparently. <laughs> oh, that was a problem? <laughs> they had passport issues, is the rumor. But... They worked in Florida for three years. Doesn't mean anything. Do you see the political climate we're in? They could have been, they, they could have, they could have been deported like that. Trump thought they were Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, but I mean, like I, I have to think that the uh, work visas for um, like just doing NXT because of the lack of traveling. But also, don't forget the main roster travels internationally as well so i could see it but i'm still looking for my dad paul ellering if you find him please call 911 and report yeah where this are homicide. they where well, is at, he at i missed raw, him at raw after mania after the yeah, uh, aop they, they, like, debuted walked away from him they walked that symbolism paul El- you're yeah. not going to see paul ellering again but no. i don't have to uh, but honestly, Triple H said something about him staying around NXT and doing something. I don't know if that's TV or not, though. It's probably some backstage stuff. Not he al- he's also like four million years old. 
But Ricky, I kind of, I kind of want to run with this. I kind of want to. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer holds back visas for Double D'Lo, and that's their new gimmick. WWE Hall of Famer and President of the United States tries to deport D'Lo Brown and his brother D'Lo Brown. Let's make a fake. Let's make a fake news website and spread it like wildfire. Somebody DM Kayfabe News or WWE Creative Humor. Uh, it's called Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Satin. Let's tweet him. Like, yo, I got I got a scoop, scoop for you. I got a scoop. I yeah. Got a scoop. Uh, I, I'm. I'll hot take right now. I'm not a real fan of Ryan Satin. No, he's a, he's a piece of shit. He's terrible. He makes he's, shit up. He's he's a douchebag. They they just make things up. Agreed. <laughs> they just make shit up. He doesn't you deserve a blue clip. check mark. You gotta get those like, like 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 Rey Mysterio is gonna wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my god. He got that one. But alright, uh, Alexa Bliss, my boo, came out with Mickey James, uh, Yo, the, the mill for the year. Um, does, does Mickey James only come out when Alexa's on top? Like, where were you <laughs> yeah. when the was down? Like, you, she was being bullied, but uh, you disappear. It doesn't make sense, but I really am still kind of pissed that we're not seeing, like, I don't know how long Mickey's going to be with the company, but I yep. think I think she's deserved a modern day title run. She is one of the best women's champions in history. But Agreed. I think I think she's being very criminally criminally underused, just being Alexis Lackey. I bet she's enjoying the paycheck though. Do nothing. Yeah, oh. she she definitely. Oh, she's got to enjoy the paycheck. But Dude, she definitely give her is. Give that seventh title reign. And then I mean, with her husband, champion of NWA, which is making a huge resurgence. Was it and Magnus? That's his name, Magnus. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nick Aldis, Magnus. But he goes by Nick Aldis Magnus. now. All right, Christ. Uh, Alexa Bliss, man, this continues to mic skills. Ten out of ten. She she knows how to control the crowd. <gasps> Say what you want about her in-ring skills, because they are kind of lacking. Um, yep. but. Put her like put a mic in her hand and have people booing her, and she can just control it. She's a like, bitch. No one's she's a female she's such a bitch. She is. She really a, is. She's a female counterpart of Miz. I don't know about all that, dude. Uh, like the Miz, even early on in his WWE tenure, has always been fire with the mic. Alexa, I th I think it's her lawlessness. On the mic that got her called up in the first place, and now she's on a fifth title reign. She like I would definitely put her in the in the conversation about Miz's female counterpart. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't think Miz has this thing where, yes, he's still a heel and he does very good heel things and get the crowd to boo him, but can also get the crowd to cheer him. And I I don't think Alexa's there yet. Like Miz has Miz is very good at doing a worked shoot. And he he does very very yeah. good at blending like blending uh you know reality with with a work at the same time and you and at times you don't know what is what and that's where Miz really really excels and that's he's almost like nobody else except maybe Paul Heyman in the promo game um and I don't think Alexa Bliss is there yet she's good at getting heat but she's not overall like blurring the lines of what if, it, if this is like like character Alexa or if this is like Lexi Kaufman. Well, I mean, but the one thing uh, the one thing I'll say 
her mic skills are only going to get better with time. And the fact that she's able to play the crowd like a fiddle already, when you think about it, she's been on the main roster for less than two years. Like, is, it, is it less than two years? I believe it's so. right around. Yeah, it's right around two years. It's it's right, right it's right around then. And I mean, the first uh, yeah. like w- one of the biggest uh, th- uh, things I feel yeah. that a lot of the call ups have are having trouble with is in uh, micro in talking promos, getting the crowd invested. So while Alexa isn't on the Miz status yet, like you said, which uh, I'm understanding. She she's she's in a world of her own, but I I'm not really liking the fact they put the title on her or gave her the money in the bank. I like the cash in, but I think it could have been used elsewhere. Absolutely. Yep. We, we she's not even the premier feud on on her show right now. Which is pathetic. The premier feud is another women's feud that has been the longest slow burn ever, but it almost broke Twitter. Oh no, no, it broke Twitter. Yeah, it, yes, no, it did. It, I was, I was there. It broke Twitter. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Like when when they lost the match, and to see Bailey rush. And literally just start beating the crap out of her. Like, out of nowhere, the place went pretty, like, everything went crazy. She was in San Diego, too, so so she was able to get a pop when she did that as well. She's in, like, her, her quote-unquote her hometown. hometown. Yeah, and for her to prevent the pop of her like that when she maybe or maybe didn't turn heel? Who knows? But the best part is when she said, you ain't shit. Oh, my God. That was that was absolutely <coughs> the best part of the whole thing. I'm <laughs> very surprised that they that they caught that before <laughs> before they um before, before it went live. Yeah. I know I mean, we're like uh, a seven second delay, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just I'm just happy that they're doing something refreshing with their feud. They've gone like you know walking out on the other mid match or like having words. Then, you know, Bailey throwing the uh, beverage at the driving away car. With but, good accuracy, by the way. Yeah, With great uh, that was a great throw. But then when you think about it, a lot of fans pegged it was going to be Sasha finally going full on heel. Because we're so accustomed to seeing happy-go-lucky Bailey, but now we're getting this vicious Bailey. I wouldn't, I mean, I'm hoping it's a heel turn. I don't think it is. But I just, I would love to see a more vicious Bailey, maybe kind of a la Shinsuke getting a. Getting paused. Maybe like, you know, going uh, less on the colors. Or I would even love to see her like just go full on psycho and like slice all the wacky inflatable arm tube, man. That would be amazing. Actually, so here's 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 the question. Here. I'm gonna pose it to you, uh, first page. Was this a legitimate heel turn, or was this something else? My hope is that it's a legitimate heel turn, because I think Happy Go Lucky Bailey is just—it's boring on the main roster. It's not working like it did in NXT. Because so, Izzy's not there, but continue. It, it is. Boring I, I mean, partially shit. because Izzy's not there. But this I, is true. I don't think this is a heel but, turn. 
I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be a heel turn. I like for me, I'd love to see it for something different for Bailey, but I don't know how long I'd believe Bailey as a a legitimate heel. She got like I don't know if I can do it. She got yeah. She'd have to change everything, and I I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if Vince would pull that trigger and lose that march or whatever because every little girl wants a I'm a hugger shirt. So I don't know. I don't know. I have I have a couple, but I like I want Sasha to be the heel because I just enjoy Sasha more as a heel. So uh, as a I'm heel. like in between. I'm in between on this, but I'd like to see Bailey with something more aggressive. That like, like je ne sais quoi. Yeah, she needs something. Like I like Bailey, but I'm losing. I she's boring. She's boring also, to me right now. I also think she needs a new finisher because like yeah. Like when Biggie does a belly to belly, it's and, called a booty to belly. Yeah, no, no, but 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 I, I I'm just saying it, it it looks painful. Like it 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 doesn't look like a finisher when Bailey does it. You know why? Because she hasn't won and she hasn't looked strong at all. Like think about in her NXT run leading up to uh, Takeover Brooklyn Takeover one. That belly the belly finisher was amazing because she she was booked strong and she was made to look strong. Bailey hasn't looked strong until she started beating the fuck out of Sasha on Monday. Yep. Yeah, she was a shitty champion too. She was. They gave her a terrible reign. Because they jumped the gun on one on one to do it. They were flip flopping back and forth between Sasha and Charlotte, and then Bailey had it for what like. Less a month, two months, and lost it to Alexa. Like they failed with storytelling there uh, across the board. The flip flopping of the titles, and if anyone should have beaten Bailey for the title, it should have been Sasha. Agreed. Yeah, I mean but, Sasha and Bailey are are money. Um, yep, they are absolute money. Like I, I've said it before, I say it again. I was at Takeover Brooklyn one. I saw Bailey Sasha one in person, made me fall in love with wrestling all yep. over again. It's one of my That's favorite. That's still one of my favorite. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite matches yeah, to go back and watch. It's, yeah, it's Rick, timeless. You, you, it's great. You, I I was watching that on TV and you were actually like shooting me messages like mid match, just like bro, this match. Losing my shit in the <laughs> nosebleeds. I was in the nosebleeds and going bananas for this. That's but, the best. You almost went as crazy as I did in Philadelphia with my tranquilos. Oh, oh no, I was, <laughs> I was, I was not that, that. way. God, um, so I wanted we'll, to stab we'll, you after we'll you kept saying tranquilo. Yo, yo, like I said on Twitter, I stand by and will always stand by my tranquilos. Do what you got to do. I just hated you for a while. <laughs> if we, if we see Goth Bailey like Bailey comes out like Ruby Riot, I think I I might lose it. All the inflatables have to be in like stick, all black and like tears. Oh my god, in her hair, black like, and I, red. She, I, she I just goes to Hot Topic and goes, to, goes to town. To see, I would have loved to see like an emo Bailey when she was supposed to do like the um have the tag match with um uh, the mixed tag match with Elias. Yeah. But then, but oh. then they, they, but then they switched it to like Sonya Deville. And like I, I still, a man can dream, but I, I just want to see a darker Bailey. 
I really you know what they should do. They should do like they should do like a gimmick raw where like raw is opposite day, and so everybody oh switches gimmicks. So then like Bailey would come out as Ruby, and Ruby would come out as Bailey. For it, <laughs> so for that, that's money. Oh Bunch, my gosh, what a show! Is, uh, Jack Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Braun, uh, he wanted to partner with Kevin Owens. Um, what what's going on here? And he flipped another car and somehow made it light uh, on fire. Oh my. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on. It's weird. His his thing with K, his like obsession with KO is very very weird. I feel like they don't know what they're doing with this just yet, but we're just having fun and like at some point it's gonna lead to something. But right now it's not it's not going anywhere. But it's yeah, kind of funny. It's funny. Like you're right, it isn't going anywhere. But I especially like you know the flipped car after the match, just because. KO's been going on left, right on Twitter about the fact that he had the Shania Twain show the next day. He actually did get the song sung. He was brought on stage. Like, he, he, he fanboyed out. But, I mean, uh, it's one of the few things that, while it's not leading anywhere, I'm loving it. Like, going from the amount of times he was, like, plowed across, like, when Braun would do his running around the ring, to that bump he took at Money in the Bank, just, I, I I love it. Like, Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman can do no wrong right now. So I'm just like, let's enjoy the ride. It, it's kind of weird, but yeah, let, let's go for I it. I was just Fuck watching this segment. I was like, what's this guy in concessions doing backstage? Should it be selling <laughs> shit? <laughs> and how do you not know what Kevin Owens is? <clears throat> Braun's, Braun's line, he's with a bowling ball under his shirt. I mean... I mean, it's been reported online. Vince is not happy with Kevin Owens' weight, and he told him, if you're not going to lose weight, you're going to lose your spot. So that line was put there deliberately, I believe. Uh, it, it's so I mean, bogus but like, to me, though. Like, which KO's is weird. one of the best. He's one of the best. Like, weight or not, like, well, he's money. I, I mean, I mean, I do know that there, uh, there was a similar problem with Samoa Joe with his weight. And from when Samoa Joe like first came to the main roster or even when he was champion in NXT he he's lost some weight like he looks he looks in great shape Kale's lost weight too so well, can we all agree that Vince is like a body shamer apparently yes 100% fat guys work like it's it doesn't bother me that he's fat like at all especially KO and Samoa Joe they both can work i don't i don't care if they're a little bigger than somebody else but yeah, Vince and has a type and, has a type. I mean, but think about it this way. Back in the 90s, he put the belt on Yokozuna. Yokozuna took a work worth a damn, okay? <laughs> King Mabel. Mabel won the king of the ring, okay? Oh, God, Mabel couldn't work either. <laughs> okay, so Vince but, uh, needs to stop being a hypocrite. And he does. Just, he really and does. just let people work and be good. But another thing I do want to bring up with this, once again, we see a crime committed on Raw, that valet did a very terrible job with making sure the owner of the car got his car keys back. He should be fired. <laughs> Kevin Owens should sue. Insurance and compensation for emotional distress. What's going on here? I mean, we have Randy Orton burning down houses. We have destruction of cars. Like, what's going on here? Get your ship together, Raw. 
No, yeah. Raw's where babyfaces can do villainous shit and get away with it. Well, let's let's get to the main event because kind of get your shit together, Raw. Uh, Roman's double dipping here with two different feuds. Um, I didn't enjoy that at I all. Didn't, I didn't either. I was I was I, I I don't know. Like I was like, okay, Roman or somebody's got to come out and help Seth, but I'm still waiting. Where's Ambrose? I mean, Roman gets like, over when he's addicted to the painkillers. I mean, Apparently. Roman only gets yeah. over when he's involved He's with never shields. coming maybe, back at this rate. Maybe I'm just going to sit and wait. Effort. Maybe it's one last ditch effort to get him over before he fights Brock. Uh, but that's also not going to work. I think it's going to hurt Seth <laughs> That Lawrence. damn Brock match still pisses me off. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. All of my WrestleManias have been Roman in the main event, so there's that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that is rough. That's really depressing, uh, dude. Haha, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I beat you. I've been to a mania that doesn't involve Roman or Brock headlining. Fuck you. I mean, he was a triple main event at 29 with Triple H. Yeah, but you had you had seen a rock too, Dave. So you're the you're the you're yeah. the lie of the century. No. You WrestleMania made as a lie. It's WrestleMania made a lie. And I saw the last defense of the streak against CM Punk. I win. Boom. Your main event was a lie. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, what do you think of this match, though? I kind of skipped over it because it was three hours long. I was like, I don't care. I don't think Seth Rollins is going to win. So I, I fast-forwarded to the end. It was a damn good match that got it ruined was. by a dusty finish. My name is good heat. Think, of, think, about, think about this for a second. You have Seth Rollins who's on the run of his career right now, um, probably arguably one of the best, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and the guy – Who's probably the best seller in the world in Dolph Ziggler? I can, yeah, I can agree with that. Dolph, you can't go really wrong. With this yeah, it made me. It made me really like Dolph. I was like, wow, I forgot how well Dolph can work. Uh, I mean, I have him on my fantasy team, so like, when Seth dropped to him, I like literally started marking the fuck out. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really loving this McIntyre Ziggler, uh, pair up. Like, it really is. Uh, Heartbreak Child and Premium Plus as Anthony DiStefano so Heartbreak Child and aptly, Premium Plus so aptly put it on his most recent show like <laughs> uh, and I mean obviously we know where that story is going to lead it's going to lead to down the road McIntyre turning on Ziggler and they're going to have a good feud because Z Ziggler has the ability to have a good feud with anyone it just hasn't transitioned so well on paper. Personally, this is the best match I've seen Ziggler, like, that I've loved of Ziggler's since he's had his feud with The Miz. Like, I know Ziggler can work, but oh, him and Seth agree. together, it's, yeah. it's great. I agree they, can they can carry Raw. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Raw, um, over Raw overall was not a bad show. It was very watchable. It was paced well. Um, so, I mean, look, it's, it's starting to heat up for the summer, which... Finally, we got we're through, we're through the dead space after WrestleMania, and it's gonna pick up the SummerSlam. But from that, let's head over to SmackDown, which was also a good show, kicking it off with Miz it was, TV. It was better than Raw, of course. It was. Which I is agree. saying a lot. Like just because Raw has been lagging so much, and it had this breakout show, and SmackDown won one upset. And to think SmackDown hasn't even unleashed all it has to offer. Because we're still missing Andrade Zian Almas and La Muñeca Zelina Vega. Most we're importantly, we're missing Zelina Vega. That's And this week, we're, we miss Shinsuke because a police dog. dog bit him. Like, <laughs> like, like, 
When I read that, I, I, I was like, wait, is this kayfabe? Is this real? Then I saw the police, like the police had a um, a release explaining it, and I'm like, holy shit, he really got bit by a fucking dog. But I, I I'm, I'm just happy, cause. Sanity finally debuted. I still wish Nikki Cross, but she's doing her thing in NXT. Jeff Hardy, I wish he was healthy because you can tell he's hurting in these matches. Jeff Hardy's been hurting since he returned. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, Jeff's yeah, Jeff's Jeff's always gonna be hurting is is what <clears throat> I've just come to just live with at this point. Terrifying. He's still one of my favorite people to watch, though. Oh, a hundred percent. Like and and getting a chance to meet him and Matt Hardy. Like, a childhood dream, because still, whenever I go home to my house and go in my pool, I go into the pool by doing swanton bombs off my <laughs> But, like, I, uh, I wish he was healthier. I think I would enjoy his United States title reign more. I'm happy he got the Grand Slam, but it seems like WWE's handing it out to everyone these days. So it's... it's Except less- Kofi Kingston. They won't give it to Kofi Kingston, apparently. Give Kofi the world title. Give Kofi the title. If anyone deserves to, it's Kofi. And oh. I, uh... hey, he had his shot, but Randy Orton ruined it. Uh, but guys, Miss TV, Miz continues to be the best part of wrestling. He made the Bludgeon Brothers entertaining somehow, and they didn't have to do anything. <laughs> they Pretty a, much. They said a stand yeah, there with just really hammers. Did it, yeah. My, the Miz is golden. I'm actually looking forward to when Miz and Mrs. premieres on USA. I'm so excited for Miz and Mrs. <laughs> I just hope it debut- I'm intrigued I, by it. I just it want the debut so I can stop seeing the goddamn promos and the Miz puns are too much. And the Miz like naked, like stop. I'm, I'm yeah, done. I don't. I don't need that. Like every five, but like every speaking commercial. of, you said we're doing a new photo shoot. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, I believe I was reading on Bleacher Report, Maurice got her United States citizenship. She did. She posted a photo on, I think, on Instagram or something with, like, the little flag. And I'm like, Maurice, are you sure you, you want to do this? Like, are yeah, you sure? I w- Maurice, if I were you in this political climate, I would have been like, nah, nah, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm away. Well, now she can't be deported. So she's fine. Well, she's married, too, so she couldn't be anyways. Yeah, she could, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's not like she's a child and she can get separated. She's a grown woman. Ooh. Ooh. Ameri- uh, America, you're fucking up. But Look, let's talk, not talk about that. It's gonna, that get very, uh, it's gonna get me very, very angry. Like I, I what fucking world do we live in? It's Rusev Day, well, Dave. Nothing bad happens on Rusev Day. And Rusev Day, Xavier Woods. World title shot. Whoever thought that would happen? I never thought Rusev was gonna get this chance. He's getting a one-on-one world title shot. He's getting a one-on-one match. Especially when you think of all the heat that he got, like when he cut his hair and they were about to release like the Mattel figure when he had hair. So they had to... uh, He looks so much better with the haircut, though. Oh, he he does, but the thing is... So much better. Like, the um, work that goes into designing the figurines and all that, it's like a year-long process. So This is true. This is very true. And literally, like, right before it was released... He cut the hair, so it basically shot in the foot that release before it even happened. Then when he was not aligned with Lana on TV, they announced their engagement. And, like, usually 
you fuck up once, you'll be your spot will be taken for a little while. Twice, you don't always recover from that. But he has. If I just hope they don't try and bring him back to the foreign heel. I, like, I'm I over the foreign heels. I'm over lo- it. Like, I lo- it too much. If you're Russian, you're a heel. Really, like, well, he's Bulgarian. Yeah, uh, but you know they had the whole year when he was, you know, a, a Golden Star recipient from the Russian Federation. I, I all cannot, I want him to do is to come out in a tank at Extreme Rules. Like, just totally go all in. Uh, it has uh, to be a tank with a Bulgarian flag to make the distinction. An extreme tank. Yeah, oh, just something, it. just something ridiculous, for, just for the sake of doing it. I can't wait for Aiden English to introduce Rusev at Extreme Rules. Like, I feel like it's going to be amazing. He's got to make that epic. It has to be epic. Well, we'll see. Um, so, guys, as we mentioned earlier, we're, we're supposed to get a uh, Shinsuke Jeff Hardy title match with Jeff Hardy's scary face paint. I always feel I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and see that face like out my window, just staring at me while I sleep. <laughs> Um, but instead, we got Eric Young, which would be just as scary if we wake up in the room and Sandy's is in there breaking shit. So, this this match, uh, Eric Young... It was, it was Impact fucking, all over again. Yeah, it no, wasn't no, Impact. It, 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 it was. was. That's exactly what and, I said when Eric came out. I was like, "Am I? is this a Thursday and, night? And, I mean, I think a lot of fans and both of them themselves even posted pictures from each of the matches. Like, it's kind of crazy when you see it go full circle that's why i'm i can't wait for the eventual samoa joe aj uh Uh, championship title just you know to it it, it's a nice like story when you see these superstars come full circle in two separate organizations um but obviously you know the the fans really were Looking forward to the Shinsuke thing, especially it brought back like face paint Jeff. I see you, and then this week we get the vignette when he's like upside down. So like, I it was, think it was, the pretty, pin... it was an okay match, led to a great tag match, but Sandy got the pin, which I thought surprising. Well, they just they debuted, the so they got to get something. They they took the pin. Sorry. Oh yeah, they took the pin. Yeah. So yeah, I was, th- I was thinking they would have taken that match somehow, sneakily or, like, whatever. So them taking the pin was, that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Sanity now. Like, they got to build him up somehow. They're, Sanity's really just missing Nikki Cross. Like, I felt it should have been, like, an Usos feud with Naomi yes. involved. With Naomi involved, and Nikki Cross, like, shows up out of fucking nowhere, and you get Nikki versus Naomi. Instead, Naomi's doing backstage segments with Lana and the cast from GLOW. Yo, Can I, I cannot... say that I wanted to skip over that? Like, is that wrong? Because I kind of wanted to skip over that. No, and I, I didn't even know Glow was like... coming out on, like, this Friday. They really haven't done a very good job with the Friday, promos for that. Wait. No. Because no. I didn't know it was Friday either, so. Yeah, someone told me on Twitter, like, it's coming out this Friday. I was like, what? The, the, uh, well, I, I knew it was debuting on Friday. Like, the season debut was happening on Friday. Before the WWE did that, just because I really liked the first season. Like, it really, like, surprised the hell out of me. But seeing how the uh, a lot of people are saying the women's Money in the Bank match, not so much the finish, 
was better than the men's to see what's happening to who the women that didn't win. Lana and Naomi, backstage segments. Charlotte, time off for her titty and body issue. Well, she, um, she well the body issue is a big deal, but she also oh, have, have surgery on her breast implant. Like that's kind then, of it's kind of important. But, but then, like, I kind of think Charlotte deserves some time off anyway, so I'm okay but, with it. But then, like Ember Moon and uh, Sasha, they've been embroiled in this, like you know. M- multi-women tag match against the Riot Squad. How many times are we going to get the same iteration of the same match? And then Natalia is, you know, su- supporting Ronda. Which is why so. I actually love how, speaking of the Riot Squad, I love how they invaded Jinder's photo shoot and then broke the camera and walked away. Those Absolutely cameras, I did enjoy that. I, I, like, really I like their black lipstick are... Um, Call sign, kind of like uh, the NWO did it. No, I was this, just this like, is, when I watch Raw, this is what I think. I'm like, wow, here comes like some high school girls pretending to be the NWO. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like they're not wrong. Not wrong. And Sarah Logan is now kind of doing an homage to her husband, wearing the so War Raiders paint on her but ear or eye. Yeah. Yeah. So for but, it, uh, I love Sarah Logan. I, I really do. And, and then like, I mean. Uh, this, the women on SmackDown outside of Mela, Asuka, and it seems Becky Lynch, the rest aren't being showcased that much. But Dave, you're, like, I you're want more iconic duo. Dave, you're forgetting the best part of the women's division, the absolute best part of women's wrestling, and that is James Ellsworth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he is, Yo. James Ellsworth is the best thing going in women's wrestling across the board, across the nation, across the fucking oh, globe. Oh, God. Across the universe, okay, the best no. thing in women's wrestling is James Ellsworth. Oh. I can't wait for his no. date with Paige next week. I want vignettes. I want to be at Heath Slayer's house. Well, no, it's, not, it's not a date. Oscar's going to kill him. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it was announced that he's versus Asuka. That, that was the date. Which is not the intergender match I want in the WWE, but is all it, I'm saying. But if this does happen, I said it on Twitter, I'll say it again. Ellsworth needs to come out with the real-life intergender championship. I don't he think has, w- please bring that belt out. I don't think WWE is going to let him do that. Oh, if, they, if they, they do, get out, like, just do it. If no, they do, it'll be absolutely amazing. Because when you think about it, they didn't let Zack Ryder bring out the internet championship. Which always should have been a thing. Yeah, but that was so kind of, should have been able to bring it out. That was that had nothing to do with wrestling. Like this actually legitimately has to do with wrestling. Yeah, this is but, true. But but you know how WWE is with things that they didn't create. They they, they didn't, didn't even create ever. NXT to be honest with you. NXT <laughs> started off as a reality show. This Next is question. No, it was actually it was actually I've... a very it was a low key um indie promotion in uh, in the Midwest as well. Yep. But um, I- I'm not going to lie. El- Ellsworth is making fans hate Mella even more, which is it's what... Working. Yep. She needed more heat, so I-, I-, I was for it. Like Especially the fact that this week AJ and Carmella were in Australia, you know, promoting the uh, Super Showdown which is going to be fucking huge. Um, 100,000 people. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Like, I'm almost looking forward to that more than I was the Greatest Royal Rumble. 
Australia. Well, yeah, because there won't be so much politics involved. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Photo. Unless Australia decides to really change their game plan with how they run things. But I don't think that'll happen. Uh, but what I thought would never, ever happen was Team Hell No coming back. Or, or actually, that could have been expected. But uh, Kane getting a big pop. I never in a million years would have expected that to get Kane to get that big of a pop in 2018. Talk about another moment where Twitter lost its mind. It's the reunion I didn't know I needed. Like, yeah. I didn't know I needed it. But now I understand. I, I was like, Bludgeon Brothers no. with Daniel Bryan. What the hell are we doing? Yeah, and no, then Kane I, comes out, and I'm like, oh, my God, my life makes sense again. I understand everything. I, I, Paige, I think every fan had the same mentality you did. Like, last week when they did, you know... Daniel Bryan coming out overlapping with their exit. I, I I don't like how they're using that very gimmick to start feuds, but by the end of that match, hear it for once hearing that organ in the fire, I I marked the fuck out. It was but, crazy because you know what it was. Um, it was all it's it's two things. One. At, at this point in wrestling fandom, everybody's a Daniel Bryan mark, so they know his career before Rick and Cousin, so they know that he had that shit time with the Wyatt family, so it kind of works. But it's also this. I remember watching it. I remember watching the timeline on Twitter. <laughs> Kane's music hit, and they were like, what the fuck, Kane? And then, like, three seconds later, like, oh, my God, we're bringing back Team Hell now. And <laughs> exactly. Like, it was a delay. And people were like, oh, my God, it's happening. And then they... Then they sl- they didn't hug it out immediately. Oh, it was great. They played the crowd perfectly. And they went one step so further. Good. And Paige, I got to tip my hat to you on this one. Coming out immediately and announcing a tag match at Extreme Rules. Damn, you're the best yes. GM ever. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. Was per- you got to capitalize it. It's like, no, no. oh, Daniel Bryan needs something. And Let's give one, him a tag team match. Like, one thing I want to say about Paige, I have never been so impressed with a in-ring performer turned authority figure as Paige, like Paige has made the transition seamlessly and like and she was even like she probably when she read the script for that marked out like wait what? Yep. But um the best part was when Kane is the one who like initiated wanting to do the hug, and then Dan Bryan was like, "No, no, nah. no." <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna do like his like no thing, like his thing with when oh, he was no. doing the no, and like the and I was like, "Oh, please do it!" Like I just want a little laugh, like a little reminiscence. <laughs> like let me have that. I wonder what it was so doing. good. But uh, this actually made me think of something I forgot to mention about Raw. Bailey's going to counseling. And Team Hell Knows back. And the, and Dr. the doctor Shelby. who did the counseling. It better be Dr. Shelby. He randomly came back on Twitter. Right, yeah, right after. Yes, he was on Twitter. I saw somebody like retweet it or something. And I was like, oh my God, if he's on Raw Monday. Oh my God, everything in life is like so crazy. People are going to lose their minds if Dr. Shelby <laughs> returns on Raw on Monday. It's either They're that be, or... You gotta hug it out. They gotta hug it out. It's either that or Sasha it becomes like, does like um, undercover boss and dresses up as a therapist <laughs> to beat the crap out of Bailey. Undercover <laughs> boss, that scenario that too, though. Like, that not opposed to that. Yo, let, let's call Ryan Satin and tell him that's a scoop. That's what's going to happen next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll DM him right after the show. Undercover DM. boss. 
It's boss time, guys. But all right, uh, <laughs> speaking of what time it is, Ricky, you ready for your tweets? Um, In like five, so let me pull it up right now. Make sure everything's... You're going to be here for Tip of the Crown, Paige. Um, so... I'm for it. Does, um, uh, does, does, do, they, do they win the tag belts? Does Team Hell No win the tag belts? Oh, yes. I, don't, I don't know. I think, I, yeah. I think, I think they do. I think yes, because I think this is going to be Kane's swan... I think this run is, is going to be... Is his swan song. Another one? Cause, cause, no, like, I think this uh, is the real swan song. From, from what I've heard, like, Kane's work, Kane has said... His work with The Undertaker and tag teaming with Daniel Bryan have been his favorite, like, all-time favorites in WWE. He said he's had he had so much fun on the run with Daniel Bryan the first time. Yeah. And, so. and so, like, when you think about it, it, Undertaker is doing, I still don't understand exactly what. Can we just let the man, like, chill? Can we leave him alone? Well, well no. let's. Let's let that happen after next week so I could see him from the second row. After that... I, okay, I'll let that happen. That's yeah. fine. No, but he's going to be in Australia facing yeah. Triple H again. What? In the main event. Did they really have that good of a feud anyway? Like, how many times did they actually face each other? WrestleMania, what I'm trying like, to figure out. They did three times. Three Manias. That's the what first, I thought. The Two first Mania match was very underrated. Right. Wait, no. Is that, like, back a long time ago? It was when he was American Badass Taker. Okay, that's right. Okay, you're right then. Um, all right, uh, Ricky, ready when you are. I'm ready, Willian, and Gable. All right. <laughs> tweets. It's time for this week's top five tweets. Tip of the crown featuring King Ricky. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my top five favorite tweets of the week. Hashtag Tip of the Crown. If you want to be part of Tip of the Crown, um, on our next show, just use hashtag Tip of the Crown during Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, or anything wrestling related. So let's get started. My number five favorite tweet of the week comes from the Golden Maharaja at KingNJ90. He goes, Yes, Bailey, embrace the darkness. The angry, wacky inflatables are here. Cry, Izzy. Cry, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, wow. every, everybody wants to see Bailey like really emo. Sure Anywho, me, my number four fav- favorite tweet of the week comes from somebody named Danny at D-A-J-O-S-C-11. He goes, Team Hell No is back the same week Dr. Shelby resurfaces. Can you hear me screaming? Can you hear me crying? <laughs> <laughs> think of if, if Dr. Shelby shows up on Raw, think of that person and what their tweet's gonna be on Sunday if it happens. He might, he might be a heart attack. So, anyway, <laughs> um, my number three favorite tweet of the week comes from Valkyrie member the Queen at Danny Nolan, Queen Danny. She goes, she goes, Gallo says, Hey Daniel, we need someone to be our AJ. You in? Daniel on the outside. Yeah, sounds cool. Daniel on the inside. Don't blow this. You want to be a good brother, not a nerd. <laughs> I read that and I, I literally almost pissed myself. Yeah, she's the queen for a reason. Anywho, number two favorite tweet of the week comes from Brian Alvarez. At Brian Alvarez. He goes, seriously, if you think Raw sucked, go back and watch the main event of Nitro from 19 years ago this week and get back to me. Damn. Whoa, damn. Uh, wait, did he really use Tip of the Crown? Was that a retweet again? 
What's no, up? Retweet. That's probably a retweet. I, I, I retweeted it, and I made a tip of the crown. I have tip of the crown authority. Anything I like, I'm going to make tip of the crown. <laughs> and nominate it. Fuck Brian Alvarez. Continue. <laughs> My number one favorite tweet of the week comes from Squared Circle Journal at S-Q-C-I-R-I Journal. And they go, when Kane finally decides to retire, he's going to make millions selling his patented hair regrowth formula. <laughs> oh my god and ladies and gentlemen that is my top five favorite tweets of the week hashtag tip of the crown if you want to be a part of this on our next show just use the hashtag tip of the crown during raw smackdown nxt 205 live or anything wrestling related will back to you sir all right all right guys now it's my second favorite part of the night uh king of the night and ricky i have a feeling this week you're gonna continue your streak I am going to continue my streak of picking somebody who who I feel like had the best week in wrestling, and I've been picking a different person every week this entire year. Paige, you familiar with uh, King of the Night? Yeah. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, ladies first, by all means. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that, that, that's your position in wrestling. For, <laughs> I, I'll give you an example. For instance, last week, I picked the guy at NXT TakeOver Chicago that called Tommaso Ciampa the devil. He's my favorite. Like, that guy was my hero. Just so we're aware. My hero. Oh, there. no. See, I don't pay attention enough to pick somebody like that. Oh, no. Can so, I just pick the Can I pick the crowd from the UK tournament? Because yeah, they were definitely can. stellar. Oh, and my I'm God. I'm kind of proud of how... How much uh, chance got through? Oh, NXT, yo, or, uh, yo, they had the most imaginative chance. I mean, for God's sake, shoes off if you hate Gibson. Are he uh, Gibson? Sh- shoes off if you hate Gibson is my favorite chance ever in the history. Like, it's the I, greatest thing in the world. I need to see a shirt of that like yesterday. I'm sure. not gonna. I, if Gibson does something with that, I wouldn't be shocked. Or if Pete Dunn does something. Because they do such good merch, I wouldn't be shocked if they do something with that. One of them. All right, Dave, what's yours? Ooh. Hmm. Uh. I'm going to say James Ellsworth for asking out Paige, (laughs) (laughs) thinking that he actually got the date, instead getting Asuka next week. (laughs) And and if, if his match with Becky Lynch... Is anything to go by, or on in a live events when the whole lot from beat him, he is going to get decimated worse than he was during the AJ Styles Dean Ambrose feud. All right. Hey, he I almost feel beats, like Oscar's just going to kick him quick. Almost. He did. Almost. Mine. Close. Mine is Kane because <laughs> I was impressed by the pop. That is the sole reason. Uh, all right, Ricky, I'm excited to see yours, and I hope it's not something random and silly. No, it's not something <laughs> random and silly this time. Although, Kane and Daniel Bryan better hug out than the Golden Lovers. Don't at me. Um, I'm okay but... with that. I agree with that. <laughs> wow. Somebody, somebody's, Dave does not well. I can tell by his Whoa. face. I love the oh Golden my God. Lovers, but... Yo, yo, you can't do that to me. I love both. <laughs> I, oh, my God. No. No, I'm muting myself. No. <laughs> wow, he actually muted himself. He did. 
We should put that on a poll. Who had a better hug? The Golden Lovers or Team Hell No? Um, but we break I, Twitter. I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> we, we did it once with the Elias video on Bourbon Street. You're welcome, world. Uh, that was a great video. Good job. Getting... Thank you. We're still getting likes on it. Damn. Months the... later. But my, uh, my king of the night is has to go. I don't know if I've used it before. I don't think I have yet. I almost can guarantee that I haven't. It's going to go to Bailey. Solely for the purpose of saying, you ain't shit, Sasha. <laughs> All right, Ricky, let me, let me take score. Let me take score card. Uh, oh, wait, it, one, have I used Bailey one, yet? Because I don't think I have. You could have known. She hasn't done anything one, worth one, giving one, her one, 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 super one. kudos and, for. Oh, Bailey! No, I'm just kidding. All ones, yeah. across, all ones across the board, Ricky. That was Bailey's first one of the year because, as Paige has said, Bailey hasn't done shit. All right, so well, what's what, how many weeks in a row have I chosen a different person for King of the Night? Uh, how many weeks have been in this year? Like twenty. It's almost twenty-six, actually. Uh, well, we might as well confuse. So one, two, three, oh. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, <laughs> twenty-one weeks. Twenty-one weeks of choosing a completely different person. Nice. Oh. Uh, by the way, before we like go to and do our closing, can I just bring up the uh, video of them from Japan in uh, Mario Kart outfits about to go go karting around Tokyo? Wait, who? Oh my gosh, uh, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be on up, up, down, down. It's like oh, Lucky Xavier Lynch, Woods, perfect. Xavier, yeah, it, it, Kofi. It, it, it's, yeah, Xavier Woods as Wario, Becky Lynch as a chipmunk, um, <laughs> Kofi Kingston as Piccolo. Luke Harper as Mario and Aiden English as Luigi. That's it's amazing. So great. Like, and it's it's by far the funniest thing ever. And Xavier Woods's impression of Wario is the tits. <laughs> I love Up Up Down Down is like the only thing I watch on YouTube. It's the best. The only thing I've been following Xavier Woods playing Detroit on PS4 for like three episodes. Dude, uh, up Up Down Down and. Uh, being the elite the, are like yep, the only two uh, things. Uh, uh, literally, that is like clockwork for me. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Alright, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's cue that music. Don't we have to do our outros? During the music, babe. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You're listening to King Twins Podcast episode number 105. Scoop, scoop, You ain't seven. shit. Uh, this has been the King's Wings Podcast, KOTL Musical Podcast, on that Twitter feed, also exclusively on SoundCloud. Thank you to all our followers there, so you can listen, but also, make sure you listen to Wrestle Addict Radio, the Great with Camp feed, all the great wrestling. If you thought there's a lot of wrestling on TV, it's way too check out this feed. It's more wrestling than little hearts can handle. It's a great time, a great feed, a great night to be a part of. Buy our shirts, buy our merch. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Team Thomas, A-R-A-S-H, UK Tournament. David. David, you. Oh, yo, what's up? It's Dusty Secret Glasses Dave. New gimmick courtesy of Valkyrie members. Nikki Skywalker and Queen Danny Nolan. I gave you my tags earlier. Before we get to the rest, from yours truly, your favorite, goodbye, luck.
and good night, bang. Bang, ladies and gentlemen. It is King Ricky Rose, the third man of the Kings of the Rings podcast and your social media ambassador of KLTR underscore podcast on Twitter, Kings of the Rings podcast on Facebook. But you can find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, DMs, text messages, blogs, other people's podcasts at Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-C, Ambassador Biggs. I want to uh, personally thank uh, Bruiser Page um, for joining us on the show. It was an absolute pleasure when you finally got out of traffic, um, and I hope you enjoyed your time with us. And we'll play your music for you. Sorry, guys, I can barely hear. <laughs> So where can we find you, Paige? Oh, it's at KGB88 on Twitter. And that's basically all I use. Perfect. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime. anytime. You are more than welcome back. It's been an absolute pleasure. But, guys, as I mentioned before, I got to get up super early tomorrow. Winner Kings of the Rings. And we'll see you next week.